Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Welcome to The Ray Taylor Show, where I bring you the reviews on the latest movies and TV shows, as well as my thoughts on classic and foreign films. I'm your host, Ray Taylor, and on this podcast, I'll be talking about all things movies and TV. Uh, whether you're looking to... S- binge see if new show is worth the binge or if you want to know if the blockbuster that is out in theaters is worth the trip or just want to hear my thoughts on a classic or foreign film i've got you covered join me every monday wednesday and friday for new episodes and let's dive into the world of film and television together on this episode i am going to be talking about the northman the third film in my trilogy of Robert Eggers' reviews. Uh, this one came out last year, 2022. Uh, I reviewed previously the previous two Robert Eggers films, The Witch, as well as the previous film, The Lighthouse. Uh, and this being the third, this movie also written by Robert Eggers, co-written by uh John S. John. I don't know exactly how you pronounce that. And uh, starring a, a star-studded cast, this film: Alexander Skarsgård, Nicole Kidman, uh, Cleese Bang, Ethan Hawke, Anya Taylor Joy, Willem Dafoe comes back for another. So returning uh, actors: Anya Taylor Joy and William Dafoe both coming back for another Robert Eggers film. Uh, this is a movie, a, a brutal and dark film, uh, revenge film, uh, about a young Viking prince on a quest to avenge his father's death, uh, or his father's murder, I should say. Uh, I loved this movie. This is my favorite Robert Eggers film, uh, unlike the Descent into Madness subgenre that The Lighthouse was, which is not a genre, subgenre that I really connect with, not really a subgenre that I really like. Uh, I absolutely love a dark revenge film, and this movie knocks it out of the park. Definitely one of my favorite uh, dark revenge films. Uh, definitely, you could tell this movie had a bigger budget than his previous previous films. Uh, you have uh, definitely a lot more actors doing a lot more things, uh, but still amazingly shot. Uh, some simple camera movements yet some long takes like this camera is capturing so much that is going on and such amazing takes there's like there's shots in this movie that i just do not know how he was able to execute but it was just amazing uh which no different from all of his other films they all look amazing cinematography is great and i think this is just a progression of his ability to to tell a story to work with bigger budgets to work with bigger casts and uh to tell a bigger story that still p- transports you to that time and place and this time and place is uh, a kingdom at least it starts off in a kingdom in 895 ad uh, this movie takes place in norway iceland uh, a lot of fictional characters, a lot of fictional locations, but it is that kind of Viking, that time, that that area, that geography, uh, which is absolutely gorgeous. You have uh, the king, uh, played by Ethan Hawke, so he is the beginning of this film. 
Uh, you have him returning from battle. Uh, his wife is Nicole Kidman. You have Willem Dafoe, who's playing kind of this. His character is Heimer the F Fool. So he's almost kind of like a jester, a court jester in some ways. But he also performs rituals, which is kind of interesting. Uh, Nicole Kidman, as I said, it's been forever since I've seen her in anything. Aside from I recently watched the Roar uh, Apple TV anthology series, which she appears in one of those episodes. Uh, but other than that, it's been a while since I've seen her in anything. I'm sure she's doing stuff, and I just haven't seen her. But amazing to see her in this. Uh, absolutely stacked cast. I, you know, definitely uh, a, a lot of uh, great actors. I think the casting in this movie is on point. Uh, everything is is great. Uh, and this movie starts as you have this kid, this tragic event happening to this kid, right? And then the bulk of this movie is the kid grown up seeking revenge, right? So we start the movie, you have the tragic event that happens to him as a kid, and then the rest of the movie is him as, you know, this hulking man out for revenge. Uh, and like I said, amazing long takes, absolutely beautifully cinema, cinematography, cinema, uh, choreographed, I should say, beautifully choreographed brutality. There is like just amazing how just beautiful <laughs> the brutality in this film is captured. And like every Eggers film, uh, it, it, you know, it makes you realize just how miserable life was in these different times in human history. It is just, it just aside from the revenge aspect of it, it is just a brutal existence in general, as every Robert Eggers film uh, transports you to. Uh, definitely some amazing visuals, some definitely some CGI'd visual moments that I think fit perfectly in with this film right it, it like despite the fact that it's clearly a bigger budget bigger cast definitely more uh visual effects budget uh it doesn't it doesn't take him away from how authentic everything feels despite the fact that there's a lot more magical realism in this in this film instead of what is mostly implied i think in in the previous films or hinted at uh he can definitely express and show and visualize more in this uh whether it's you know the magical realism of the the atmosphere of the time or these like hallucinations that happen in this film right and along the ride you're you're definitely rooting for this i'm definitely rooting for this guy to get his revenge right like you it, it is a crazy ride that you're on and it, it gives you a character that you are hoping is successful in his revenge, which is kind of the the thing I love about revenge movies, right? It, this movie has vibes of like a Braveheart or even Old Boy, the Park Chan Wook Old Boy, right? These these brutal revenge types of things has the vibe of the Revenant in a lot of ways, uh, definitely in the cinematography and things like that and the the ability to transport you to this time uh also has like man on fire or john wick vibes like it has that thing where you are rooting for this guy to create ultimate destruction 
which I love, right? Those, this, a genre that I absolutely love. I love all of those movies that I just listed. And this movie, doing in a very unique way, has those elements where I'm like, yes, let's watch this carnage happen. Um, and it's a Viking revenge film, so it's it's different. It's it's set apart from all of those things because it is at a time and a place that is so different, you know. And it's it's a movie that takes so many steps past where you think it's gonna go. Right, this movie is extra, right? Where you think the brutality goes, which is the same in like a lot of those movies. I like Old Boy, right? There are there are so many steps past where you think the brutality is going in old boy and similarly to this where it's like it that extra those extra steps it takes to go past that dark nature uh is is what sets it apart what what really makes it shine i would say <laughs> really makes the blood soaked uh movie that we're watching really shimmer in the moonlight as it were but uh a, a movie i loved uh, and a great revenge story, something I would highly recommend if you haven't watched it. I would imagine if I had seen this before I did my top five, this would 100% be on my top five. And if I off the top of my head, without doing much rearranging on my top five, I would probably swap this movie out with uh, Glass Onion, right? So my top five of last year was number one was Everything Everywhere All at Once, then RRR, then it would have been this at number three, and then number four, Prey, and number five, Bardo. I think that would have been my revised top five list. Uh, just because, yeah, I don't know. Like, this, this blew me away. I had so much fun. But I do want to talk about this movie. I want to talk about specifics of this movie. I wanted to get into spoilers of this movie. So if you don't want to be spoiled, if you haven't seen this yet, this is available on streaming, it's been available for a while, and I've been looking forward to watching this movie for a while. That's why I decided to just just go through and watch all of Robert Eggers' films so that when I did watch this movie, I would be primed to really appreciate his style and appreciate and know what he brings to a movie without knowing anything about this movie, right? I love going into a movie blind. I don't like to be spoiled, but I do like to know get the vibe of the director before going into it. I like to know what the director likes to do. And knowing Robert Egger films, if you've seen The Witch, if you've seen The Lighthouse, then you should know going into this, it is not a bright and flowery joy, joy film. This is going to be dark. This is going to be miserable. This is going to be brutal on a lot of levels. But if you like the revenge subgenre of films then this this is going to be right up there for you this is gonna, i highly recommend it let's take a quick break from this episode because i want to promote are you looking for a way to take your love of the ray taylor show to the next level look no further than inspired disorder plus as a member you'll get access to a whole host of amazing perks including the full week of shows ad free in both audio and video versions a live painting archive early access to the many faces members 
only discounts and deals, a podcast back catalog with over 600 episodes. But that's not all. As a member, you'll get access to my personal blog as well as my creative writing. You'll also get the chance to ask me anything you want. With all of these benefits and more, Inspire Disorder Plus is a must-have for any fan of The Ray Taylor Show. So don't wait. Go sign up now. Head on over to InspireDisorder.com slash plus and start enjoying all of the amazing perks of the membership. And now, let's get back to the show. But I am going to be spoiling. So from here on out, spoilers. So this movie starts out, right? Starts out, you have the young kid, right? Still, Ethan Hawke is his dad. His mom is is uh, is uh, Nicole Kidman, right? He's having this kind of coming of age. His dad just returned from battle. He's got a wound, and before he goes out, he wants to die in battle. It is like his destiny to die in battle. But before he goes out, he wants to do this ceremony, this like coming of age ceremony with his kid, right? So that he can take over the kingdom when his dad dies in battle as he wants to do, right? So they're doing this ceremony where you see Willem Dafoe's character go from being the almost the court jester at first and now he is performing the ceremony which is kind of an interesting transition but whatever and it's an interesting ceremony clearly i would imagine there's some hallucinog- uh, uh, hallucinogens involved in this ceremony right which hallucinogens involved in this movie there's another scene later on where hallucinogens come into it but clearly to invoke visions and to kind of bring this ceremony where they're both acting like dogs as they're going into like this where the ceremony is being held right and he wants his son to avenge his father's death when he dies in battle as they're howling like dogs right and there's a scene where he like the kid reaches inside his dad's wound right part of the hallucinations of this part of the crazy visual uh scenes that we are are given in this movie when he reaches inside his dad and uh you know i assume psychedelics are involved and he sees like this family tree right with like his heart it's like a beautifully rendered like visualization of this family tree and how he's destined like all these skeletons of past family members who are part of their their lineage and things and you see his heart as part of the tree right and he sees himself inside and after the ceremony, after this crazy ceremony where they were doing this thing, assumably all night, right, comes out and immediately after he gets out of this ceremony, the dad gets shot with all these arrows, right, killed by his brother, just immediately setting up what this kid is going to be avenging, right? The brother takes his wife to be his own. And the kid is able to escape, chops off this guy's nose in the process of escaping. And the the scene where this kid is rowing this boat away from the island and just repeating this mantra that this guy his, like, I will avenge you, father. I will save you, mother. I will kill you, Fjordin, right? Fjordnir, whatever the guy's name is, as he's rowing away. And then cut to him older is just, like, here we go right this movie is like this is what he's going to be avenging and all the while during the ceremony he knows he's going to be avenging his father's death like that is what his dad bestows upon him as his life's journey 
that he knows he's going to die in battle. Didn't die in battle, but did die. And now he's going to not only avenge his death, but save his mom, right? That is his quest in life as he, he's too young to do it as the age he is. He's like a, you know, 10, 13 years old, whatever. So cut to him older, right? And uh, it's uh, like years later, you see the kid growing into Skarsgård, Alexander Scar, great casting, right? Just giant Viking looking dude. And you're like, okay, here we go. And the way the camera floats in on that shot is amazing, right? Once you see what this kid grows into, you're like, holy shit, right? This dude is giant. Obviously, if you've seen the poster, you know what he looks like, right? But you're like, sweet. He's part of this, like, wolf clan, which makes sense. I mean, it kind of fits with him howling at the moon or whatever, but that's how he's, like, brought up. They took him into their clan, and he's part of their clan. And you see them as they, like, attack a fort, which is insane. Right, first they're rowing to get to a place, and then they're rowing to the. They get to this fort where they're clearly going to attack. They're going to overthrow this fort, and it starts off. Th- one of the guards throws a spear, and this kid grabs it. Well, he's not the kid anymore. Grabs it midair and throws it back. Right, just another aspect of this movie where you're like, okay, this is the this is the badass movie we're watching. Right, this isn't just some lighthouse guys descent into madness right this isn't like uh, these religious people like losing their minds with witches like playing tricks on them this is like a brutal revenge badassery when he catches that spear and throws it back you're like okay this is the movie you're in it's like let's do this it is it is insane and then just the brutality of how they them taking over this fort all of the long shots where the camera's just sitting there and you're seeing all these events play out in camera and then you'll see it like pan or you'll see it just kind of track down and to show you more to follow the it's just amazing how this is shot and also the brutality of this clan taking over this and imprisoning and enslaving all these people absolutely brutal right but crazy long takes right whether it's during the invasion or when we're first introduced to this guy where the camera's just when it cuts to the future and it's just perfectly framed with like these two bushes and the river going by and you see the boat that this kid is now grown up rowing right before they invade and you see the camera just push in push in push in and then just floats right onto the boat as it's still rowing and then turns and then goes through the boat to focus in on this kid so you know which one of these dudes is that kid grown up it's just the shot is crazy it's like how did you how did you do, i mean maybe with a drone you could do that but it didn't seem like a drone shot but it is it is crazy and just one of many super long beautiful shots that happen in this you also see bjork like there's a scene Right after they overthrow this thing and apparently like he's kind of forgot what his mission was. He goes to this place where there's this woman in this like amazing, just gorgeously like decorated this costume design, this headdress that she's wearing. I'm like, is that Bjork? 
And I look on IMDb, I was like, oh, it is Bjork. This is amazing. Like, I love Bjork. <laughs> She's never in anything, but, you know, Dancer in the Dark, another brutal film. Not a revenge film, but a brute, amazing film, uh, but absolutely dark. So it's amazing to see her in this. Makes sense. She's from that area, kind of. But great to see her. And amazing, beautiful costuming that's that's happening in this movie. And she reminds him, right, there's like, early on like he he sheds a tear during the ceremony when he was a kid and like the willem dafoe character kind of plucks it and and the tear becomes like a a gem in some ways and she returns this tear gem to him is like remember this tear this is the last tear this is your job your your oath was to avenge your father's death like she reminds him what his mission was and from that point on he's like oh that's what i gotta do right kind of sets in motion now that he's all grown up prepared can completely handle this mission he's like set back on his course to avenge his father's death to to complete this oath right so he disguises himself as a slave which is something that there's a movie i watched recently uh kgf indian film that does the same thing in order to avenge to well he's not necessarily avenging a death but He's going to, in order to get to his target, he ends up disguising himself as and sneaking in with people who have been enslaved by the person that is his target, right? Happened in KGF, happens in this movie, right? Where he cuts his hair and then swims into this boat where the people that were from the village that they just sacked are being like taken to be sold off as slaves so he's sneaking onto this boat to be one of those slaves to be sold off because he hears that it's going to his target, which is like, oh. But obviously, same thing with KGF. Like, when you look at all these slaves, the dude is so clearly the one that is the threat, <laughs> you know? Whether it's KGF or this movie, like, you have this giant Alexander Skarsgård guy amongst all these kind of scrawny people that are going to be slaves and it's like clear that that's the one you got to keep an eye on but absolutely gorgeous where they take basically his uncle right his dad his dad's brother is the one that killed him absolutely he's like a sheep farmer now he lost the kingdom that he stole ended up getting taken from him so now he's just been relegated to running like this sheep farm out like in obscurity so he's going to this sheep farm, but absolutely gorgeous scenery, gorgeous landscapes, right? And he says again, I will avenge you, father. I will save you, mother. I will kill you, Fjorlin, Fjorlner, Fjorlner. So you have a lot of like this interesting visuals, right? The, the vision of the family tree. You have other magical realism where he, you know, part of this thing is that he, there's the sword that he must use to, to, you know, complete this mission. And to get this sword, he has to fight this like giant zombie soldier guy, which is amazing. Looks amazing, you know, kind of just brings that kind of that fantasy aspect to this movie that is mostly grounded in reality but you have these magical realism moments 
amazing that fight scene uh and then there's just the uh just another scene what you know after he gets sold off he gets the sword right he's a slave in this his uncle's place he doesn't know who he is he beats the the giant zombie guy to get the sword he teams up with anya taylor joy is another one of the slaves right they kind of team up in some ways Let's take a quick break from this episode because I want to talk about are you looking for the perfect gift for that art lover in your life? Look no further than InspireDisorder.com. Our gift cards can be used to purchase original artwork from the many faces, a collection of over 2,000 original abstract ink portraits. These one-of-a-kind pieces make for a truly unique and meaningful gift. But that's not all. Our gift cards can also be used to purchase high-quality prints and t-shirts featuring these amazing paintings. Plus, if the recipient is a fan of The Ray Taylor Show, they can use the gift card to purchase merchandise from the show as well. So why wait? Head on over to InspireDisorder.com and purchase a gift card today. Your loved one will be sure to appreciate the thought and creativity behind such a unique gift. Thank you for considering InspireDisorder.com for all of your gift needs and now back to the show in order to kind of just flesh out what happened at the time what happened with these what these people were used for they play this like field hockey game which is kind of like a cross between field hockey and croquet but like just absolutely brutal where you're seeing there's like no rules so you're seeing them use their their sticks as weapons and people getting knocked out and killed while to play this game in order to win and people aren't happy because everybody's getting kind of beat up and killed one of the kids ends up kind of getting in the scuffle right which uh, stupid kid for doing that you see one guy get headbutt to death just just very brutal but also kind of another aspect of the film that kind of puts you in that time that place of like oh this is like a game that they played back then right which probably evolved into what is hockey which what is like similar to these types of field sports that are played but he teams up with Anya Taylor Joy's character who's Olga right and he decides right he's not going to just kill him right away or he can't like he can't the sword doesn't allow itself to be unsheathed unless it's like the right time so he decides he's going to haunt the village before he kills him right which is like holy shit because like he's so easily able to sneak out he is like so confident in his abilities because of how he was raised like he he's just biding his time and he wants to haunt it and it's it's amazing what they do right because they're also like sacrificing to appease their god so like part of when he's haunting and killing people they think like oh it's the gods that are doing it right they're trying to justify what's happening by making like crazy explanations for it you know and it's it's like a man on like the man on fire part where denzel washington's character puts the explosive up the dude's butt right it is that extra step right when in this movie when instead of just killing people, he like dismembered people and, and rearranged their body parts to hang above like the place where they're holding these ceremonies. Like it's just that extra level, that next step of like not just going to kill and dismember these people, right? In this movie, he shoves 
the explosives up their butts in some ways by rearranging the body parts, uh, which is just insane. Or even like Old Boy, how the villain in Old Boy uh, just has those extra steps of revenge, like really digging in deep, which is crazy. Just, just like create the level of creativity that these revenge acts are being portrayed is like fun, right? It's not just your standard revenge. It is next level revenge. What he's doing as he haunts this, this, uh, this town, you know, even going so far, right. Doing all that stuff, but then they end up dosing the food, right? She has magic mushrooms. She ends up dosing the food, with magic mushrooms while everybody's out on guard after he dismembers these people, right? And because of that, they start to think they're possessed because they don't know they've been dosed and they start killing themselves. It's a crazy scene. It's a, cr it's just like the, the creativity involved in all of this is amazing because it's like, it's showing you revenge from, like a completely different perspective and considering it takes place when it does to have them react in the way they do thinking that they're possessed despite being dosed by mushrooms is kind of hilarious <laughs> like it's very darkly hilarious i would say but then there's some twists that you just do not expect at all right when he finds his mom Right, he goes and he thinks he's saving his mom, and you, he finds out that she wanted him to be killed, and that she started out as his slave, and she's branded the same way he branded himself when he went to become his slave. Right, so she didn't care. He actually is the product of rape. Right, the, Ethan Hawke's character. Like she was a slave and he did had his way with her. And this guy, Alex Skarsgård, is the product of that. And it's just like the dude is being hit with a lot of things, right? To find out like what created him, the event that created him, finding out horrible things about his dad. But then also this mission that he's been on to save his mom is not, she doesn't even want that. She doesn't want to be saved. And his dad may not have been a person worth avenging the death of. It was just like just like a twist you did not expect. Of like, oh, you did all this for nothing. And she even like begged the uncle to kill him when he was young, you know? And then there's even more of a twist in that moment where he's where she's like if you kill the uncle then i will give myself to you and it's like and she goes to kiss him and it's like what the f it is like the whole scene is a complete mind fuck from him finding out uh, about how he came to be about how finding out how his mom came to be his mom his you know the dude his dad enslaving and raping her and then for her to then give herself to her son right if you kill your uncle then i will be yours to have which is just like what is going on right so instead he kills their oldest son 
takes his heart out right just just continuing to haunt the 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 whole thing and there's a moment where he kind of runs away and they are going to they threaten to kill olga right because they knew like they gave her to him for doing so well in the game right so they continued furthering their bond and in the moment where she runs away after he makes himself known and he's distracted by her then they're able to capture him but then the crows free him right because the crows are like have his father's spirit or whatever and then also kind of saved by olga in a way i don't really it's like another aspect of the the crazy you know fantasy type of magical realism of this where and it's a beautiful scene absolutely cool looking where he's like on this horse where they're riding off into the sky flying away just kind of amazing <laughs> it just i don't know it's it's gorgeous it's just like so much of this uh those those kind of uh, magical scenes are really cool to look at and then he has another vision of her being pregnant, right? They're on a boat. They're, they're getting away. And he has this vision that she's pregnant with twins. And immediately he jumps off the boat, right? As soon as he finds out he's going to be a father, he's like, peace out. I got to go take care of business because, I mean, th- his reasoning is that, like, I need to finish my job because he's never going to give up until he kills me, right? That is now now that he knows I'm alive. He's never going to be okay with me passing on the lineage of their family, knowing that you're going to have twins that are going to be the the rightful heirs of the kingdom or whatever. But it's funny how he just immediately jumps off the boat after finding out, right? He must kill, um, must kill his uncle to secure their safety. Uh, and then he comes across the dude with no nose and stabs him through the snout, which is kind of, insane he goes to uh kill everybody but he ends up being attacked by his mom the kid ends up like jumping on him and stabbing him a bunch of times like it's it's not a welcome (laughs) he's not welcomed when he comes back obviously and then he has this thing where he's going to meet his uncle at the gates of hell right which is a, a badass thing to say but then cut to the gates of hell being the edge of a active volcano which is a badass place to have this final battle between this guy and his uncle and just brutal end to that with the double kill where he gets stabbed but then ends up beheading his uncle right you just see it in silhouettes and then you have he has the vision of olga and the twins just kind of like amazing this movie amazing all of these scenes are amazing all of the and even like even though he he succeeds but dies while succeeding it's like it's fitting i mean it's similar in many ways to uh to man on fire where he sacrifices himself in order to save uh the girl amazing movie just like all of the set pieces are are gorgeous are amazing absolute brutality in in a lot of the violence of this movie but it's just such a good movie absolutely had a lot of fun absolutely my favorite uh one of the best revenge films i've seen 
you know, different, dark, brutal, epic, all of the check marks to a amazing uh, revenge scene. P- perfectly cast, perfectly cast, great performances, amazingly shot, right? So excited to see whatever Robert Eggers does, right? I'm a huge fan, even though may not have been a fan of the subgenre at which the lighthouse was but i can appreciate the artistic merit of it i still will like hands down this dude knows how to make amazing movies and would love to see the other kind of niche kind of old-timey types of stories that he can tell super excited for whatever he does right and it feels like in each film he's getting better even though he's getting more budget, he's utilizing in a way that just ends up making these stories richer and better. Absolutely amazing. You know, it's it's on a, a craft level of and richness of these stories. It's just it's just amazing. A plus all the way. Uh, absolutely love this movie. And I want to thank you for checking out this episode, tuning into the Ray Taylor Show. I hope you enjoyed my thoughts on The Northman. And uh, don't forget to tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for more movie and TV show reviews. And join the conversation by leaving a comment and a rating on your favorite podcast platform or on YouTube if you're watching the episode. Until next time. Enjoy the show. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.